I'm still tired, by the way. I'm sorry that you're very tired. <laughs> that it was so draining. No, it's We're, just that it was a lot. It was a lot. And it's already 2 o'clock. Yeah. Uh, Don't tell people what time it is. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> What time is it? Summertime. time. <laughs> it's black and animated time. Black, black, blacky, black. Because black. I'm black and black and I'm black, y'all. Because I'm black and I'm black and I'm black, y'all. Is that our new theme? Yeah, it's the new theme. <laughs> I feel really bad that I can't remember who sang that. That wasn't Elo Kudre, was it? No, I, it wasn't. It. Yes, if maybe. If you ask me. No, it was, I don't remember. I'm really, I have a really bad memory. I don't remember. I'm sorry. I can't remember who sang that song. Ah, yeah, welcome to the Black and Animated Podcast. Welcome to the Black and Animated Podcast. What's up? Oh, is my chair squeaky? Yeah, I was trying not to say it, oh. but <laughs> you said hey, it out loud. We gotta be honest with our audience, <laughs> you know? Like, if we're, we want our audience to know if we're having chair trouble. <laughs> or if we're having tired troubles from watching The Censored Eleven. We watched five of, five us, of, the, of Censored the Censored Eleven, 11 cartoons. From Warner. From Warner Brothers. Um, yeah. What were the censored eleven cartoons? Uh, what is that? Some, Cole Black and the Seven Dwarves. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wait, are you gonna name them all? Or are you just no? Name I was the naming the five that we watched. Okay, okay, yeah. There's seven censored uh, cartoons. I was asking, what are the seven eleven eleven oh, censored? <laughs> what are the seven eleven cartoons? What are the censored eleven cartoons? Oh, what are that they? You're talking about? Should I pull up like an article? Yeah, because like, <laughs> I I don't remember exactly what my chair is so squeaky. Whatever, you guys, you love squeaky chairs. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, the censored eleven um, tunes. By Warner are eleven Looney Tunes uh, cartoons mm-hmm. and um, Merry Melodies. It's like a mix of Looney Tunes and Merry Melodies. Right. And um, made by Warner, obviously. Mm-hmm. And what year were they? They I were. I think it was withheld 19- from syndication. Sixty-seven or nineteen sixty-nine or. Let's see. Oh, okay. It was 1968. Like we have, to, we have it right here. Just look at it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah 1968. I mean, like, I was close. <laughs> yeah. I was close enough. The Censored Eleven is a group of uh, Looney Tunes and Merry Melodies cartoons. Mm-hmm. Um, they haven't been on air since 1968 mm-hmm. because of offensive material that are in them. Usually, like, a lot of cartoons back in the day have some kind of gross material in them whether it's uh making fun of ethnic groups or like sexism and whatnot or either like violence that's too intense or mm-hmm. depictions of what is it depictions of su- suicide or death mm-hmm. that are a little too intense for current standards and practices mm-hmm. and current standards standards and practices of the time when they were like Coming out or are you talking Cur- about? Like current uh, S&P like for now. Oh, okay. Yeah, like it's too much for now. Like because back then they're really, it was just, you know, the wild, wild west. Wait, basically. but wasn't it, were they censored back in 1968 or were they taken off the air like recent, like in the 2000s? No, they were, they were taken off the air, if I'm not mistaken, in 68 and like right. withheld from like the public domain for mm-hmm. a little while, yeah. but you can get them now. 
They mm. just haven't been on air since 68. Right. Yeah, like you could find them floating around, mm-hmm. but they, they're they not aired on TV anymore. Mm. Because um, current Sanderson practices think it's too much. Right. And current meaning like from 68 to now, like it's too much okay. for TV for now. Sorry, I should have right. clarified that. Yeah. My bad. My <laughs> so bad. Wait, now as in it's been playing for all these years and then suddenly you, they're like, yeah, ah! you, you can you can go see all that in rabbit stew right now. No, no, no. <laughs> They're playing no. all playing in theaters. No, no, no. Right um, next to Black Panther and everything else. Yeah, it, it, there was a double feature, Black Panther and all that in rabbit stew. <laughs> Don't forget Colt Black and the Seven Doors. Yep. <laughs> God, that'd be really awkward. Yeah, that was... Yeah. Oh um, my gosh. Um, Wakanda Forever... My name's so white, but my hair's cold black. Some people think that's kind of dumb, but I know my prince someday will come. Oh, man. Um, so, yeah, that's what the, <laughs> <laughs> that's what the, the Censored Eleven are. They're uh, a mixture of Looney Tunes and Merry Melody cartoons um, that were just uh, withheld by the United Artists in um, mm-hmm. And even till now, because they're, like, very offensive material yeah. within the cartoons yeah and like as i as i mentioned whether it's um either because of poorly poor representation of ethics there like it's bleh, i can't talk either it's like ethnic stereotypes that are really gross mm-hmm. or violence and things like that but in the censored 11's case it's a lot of stereotypical mm-hmm. uh representation that's too much right because they did they would also like cut out or have cut out uh like offensive material in like the not censored 11 cartoon like in i guess the cartoons that are out today yeah they there would be things that happen or gags that happen in the cartoons that were like pretty offensive to like a certain group of people yeah like i think they still air certain tom and jerry cartoons that have had that gag that i didn't know about till recently when i was rewatching one mm-hmm. it was just like like an unedited version of that Tom and Jerry gag I think I found online hmm. where like if Tom or um what's the dog's name? Jeez. Spike. Spike. Yeah, either Tom or Spike or even I think Jerry in some cases too like would get hit in the face or like blown up or exploded. They'd suddenly yeah, become the looking, face of a, like a blackface right. character. They look into the mouth of a gun and they get shot but when they turn to camera they're suddenly blackfaced with because uh, it's funny. <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, 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 yeah. uh, and that one, wait, what was the name of the, the, I don't want to say Mammy character, but that's, she's, I guess, she, you might, I mean, you might as well, because she is a Mammy. Yeah. She is. Tom and Jerry's owner in, in a lot of the original, in right? a, yeah, in a, lot of those, in a lot of those old ones. <laughs> Jasper! Jasper! <laughs> Jasper, get over here! <laughs> Jasper, <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, I think I thought that that's what Tom's name was for a while. I mean, I mean, it technically Jasper. was Jasper for a while, and then like, or for at least a couple of them, and then there was one where she's like Thomas. <laughs> it's like, oh, their <laughs> name's the same Tom now. Thomas. Oh Lord, you better get that mouse. <laughs> Jeez. And it's weird because like when I was little. Like they didn't—they didn't cut the mammy out. Like no, I, they did I not. saw, a, like on Cartoon Network, I saw episodes of Tom and Jerry where she was there, mm-hmm. and I didn't really think anything of it because I mean, you're little, you don't know any better, mm-hmm. and you're just like, yeah, 
It's like my grandma, right? Uh-huh. Like my granny's a big black lady. Uh-huh. She talks like that. Sure. Yeah. And like you don't you don't think about it. Then when you get older, you're kind of like, oh. Yeah. Oh. I'm like wow, this is. I mean, it's not like the best, but it's also like, I kind of like some of these uh, censored eleven cartoons. We watched five of them. And yeah. Then, like, n- couple, not not all eleven. So yeah. we're missing a couple, but the five that we watched. Um, I feel, did, we, did we did we say what the five we were? We didn't we didn't say what five we watched. Oh, yet. okay. Um, but I was going to say that like maybe one or two like while watching, I was thinking like, oh, this is so offensive. Like I was thinking, oh, this is actually all right. <laughs> like I don't really like get why this is in the censored eleven. But like when you think about it, it's like all right. Like I could see where certain things were like why they would want to like you know not broadcast this stuff. But while watching, I'm like, okay, like I can like. This is fine. Mm-hmm. And I feel like um, I kind of matched that with, um, I remember, I can't remember what year this was, but I remember there was this whole news article or thing where um, I guess Warner Brothers, or maybe it was like standard practices of today or of the time, <clears throat> uh, they wanted to like nix uh, Speedy Gonzalez. As a cat, I remember that. I remember that. But then the the Mexican community was like, no, like they wanted to nix him because they were like, oh, this is so offensive. Like this is such an offensive character. We want to make him like censored. And the community was like, no, this is this is our only representation at all. I feel like, and I'm not uh, a Latinx person, Mm -hmm. obviously, but I feel like. Uh, his his cousin or whoever like oh my gosh the slow slowpoke slow Rodriguez slow, slow po- <laughs> I feel like slowpoke Rodriguez is more offensive yeah, than Speedy he's a lot more offensive than Speedy because yeah Speedy he's he's Mariachi's like I'm like I'm like oh and he runs and stuff mm-hmm. and that's kind of cringe mm-hmm. it is very cringe not mm-hmm. gonna well, not excuse that but he is positive for the most part yeah. Whereas Slowpoke Rodriguez is just like, you know, slow loser Latinx character stereotype, which is uncomfortable. Uh Yeah. And that's interesting, like bringing that up because um, I too kind of felt that like while watching a couple of these out of the five that we watched, there was one where, or no, there were two, right? That we both were kind of like, there's a whole lot of nothing happening here. Yeah, I think there were two. And yeah. I can see why it was pulled and why it would be hurtful, but it isn't 100% awful. Mm-hmm. And this is, again, not to say that like these um, portrayals should be excused. Well, how about we just go like one at a time? Yeah, we can I'd just go through them. Because right. I feel like um, it's better to explain it with each yeah yeah totally yeah i agree and um i just wanted to give a uh i guess front thoughts before going into each of them individually well if that's the case some of these are complete garbage yeah oh (laughs) and very uncomfortable (laughs) (laughs) definitely all this and rabbit stew i do not like that one (laughs) okay Um, so well there are things about it that I do not like. But anyway, we'll get to all this in Rabbit Stew and Cold Black and the Seven Doors and some of that other stuff. Uh, okay, in a so <laughs> what five did we watch? I guess. It's all right, yeah. Get to so the-, the five that we watched were Hitting the Trail for Hallelujah Land, mm-hmm. um, Jungle Jitters, 
all the Sin Rabbit Stew, mm-hmm. Cole Black and the Seven Dwarves, and Tim Pan, and Tim Pan Alley Cats. Yeah. Was that it? That was it, right? Yeah, that was it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and did I say all the Sin Rabbit Stew? Yes, I did. Yes, you I, did. I, I said that, that was right. the, yeah, Sorry. The one. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. So the two, like, big Bob Clampett ones, and then, like, the other the other three. Mm-hmm. And we started off with Hitting the Trail for Hallelujah Land. And that was... And, I, and I've seen this one before, um, back when the video game Cuphead came out, actually. Um, there was a article... Well, hold on. Back, yeah, back when the video game Cuphead came out, because, you know, that game is kind of taking that old like rubber hose art style Mm -hmm. and pulling from certain things that in a way have roots in black character stereotypes Mm -hmm. to some degree. Yeah. And, and this is not to say that Cuphead is bad and you should not play it. Um, there are just some roots in old animation history that, um, are there. But the creators of that video game are not being malicious with what they're doing. Mm-hmm. But we're not here to talk about Cuphead. That is a different discussion. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there was an article talking about the different like influences. And then it went into talking about the uh, music video that Jay-Z did. Mm. Um, what was it called? It was called The Story of OJ? Story, yeah, yeah, Story, Story of OJ. OJ. And then in that article, that led to like... The, a list of different like cartoons and like pulling from each one like where each reference came from and hitting the trail for hallelujah land and then another one i think called clean pastures which we did not watch but i i saw a while ago because i think it was clean pastures hmm. um that's when i was like started to go through and watch a couple of these guys sorry mm-hmm. a little bit of a tangent there no, anyway i mean you're <laughs> explaining the what you, the information you have behind yeah. the trail for hallelujah land it's, it's all good yeah. yeah um so hitting the trail for hallelujah land um that was one of the ones uh after watching it again i think for a third time i was just kind of sitting there watching it and i was like uh this isn't terrible mm-hmm. but i can i see why it was pulled because like the old man character his name is uncle tom yeah and then you also have i mean i guess you could say this is a general stereotype of like a country bumpkin person but when you think about it in the context um the people on the shit on the boat going down the river, like they're mm-hmm. all like you know driving and dancing and stuff, and it's like oh, it's a bunch of black folks, I guess. And also, I know I should believe. We, should we talk about what happens in in the video? Like just a short description of the synopsis. Sure. Or? Yeah. Um, I don't even know why it's called "Hitting the Trail for Halloween." Yeah. Like I, I don't know. <laughs> I, don't I don't know, know why it's called that. Like, like I, it's I the really song. I really think it's just the but, song, and, and it's, it doesn't even feel like it's a cautionary tale about anything. Mm-hmm. But then again, we could have missed that entirely because the audio wasn't super great to hear. Yeah, and some of so some of the lyrics kind of we muff- missed. Yeah, it was a lot of muffled audio. So maybe there's something in there that we missed completely, and. You can write in to blackandanimated at gmail.com and be like, well, actually, this is the reason why it's called Hitting Trevor Hallelujah Land if you want. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Discussion is great. Um, but yeah, so basically, in Hitting Trevor Hallelujah Land, um, Uncle Tom and I don't know the girl's name. I'm, uh, I'm looking here. It says Fluffy. Fluffy, maybe? It was like a pig girl. Yeah, a pig it's, girl. Fluffy and Piggy are the, the pig characters, apparently. 
yeah, Uncle and uh, Uncle Tom and the pig girl, Piggy or Fluffy or whatever her name is, mm-hmm. they're trying to get to a boat yeah. that's going down the river. Yeah. And he's trying to get her to get on the boat. Yeah. And then she's like, farewell, Uncle Tom. And he's like, farewell, Piggy. <laughs> that's what he sounds like that is what he sounds like he's like for a world and then for your neighbors. and then a lot of just gags that are a unrelated to that each are other very, happens it's a very confusing narrative that's happening but you know it's like what 1930s yeah 1930 cartoon yeah 1931 so i will i will blame it for that but it's it's kind of old it's the beginning of animation whatever um oh random tangent it was not clean pastures it was sunday go to meet in time that was the one that i saw i have not seen clean pastures seen sunday go to meet in time that's sunday the go one to meet in time. anyway but that's irrelevant right now mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway so yeah so uncle tom gets her to the boat and mm-hmm. i think this entire um short is a parody on oh, steamboat willie yeah it's like half a parody of steamboat willie and then half a parody of the skeleton bands yeah, like it's like Warner trying to give a middle finger to Disney almost in a way. Yeah, like like they were doing it way back, way back when. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what it feels like anyway. Mm-hmm. And I guess Uncle Tom is tired, and he ends up through some weird shenanigans, ends up falling off of his horse cart into a graveyard and then some skeletons start singing how they're gonna get him and he's like uncle tom we're gonna get you no. he's like, and you're our man and stuff I, and i kind of love this part where okay so uncle tom he's riding his horse back and then the yeah he falls off his horse cart somehow and somehow yeah and ends up like falling over like a grave or no, he, head he, first into a grave you no know, he ends up um jumping over like going over the garden wall Ooh. Oh. <laughs> he, ends up, he ends up like flipping over some over this huge stone wall into a graveyard and he's like oh no <laughs> i just love this voice because he's just like his reactions are just like very toned down but they're still kind of like excitable and he's like oh <laughs> like is he the ghost what's happening yeah uh i laugh and- every time he's like whoa <laughs> I I I really enjoyed the skeletons dancing around, being like, <laughs> like that was a dice. But you see, that's the thing. Like there were, there are things about this that are really fun to look at. Like the animation is very fun, but I, it's really hard to say. But like I feel like if they did not call the the grandpa uncle tom mm-hmm. i think it would be okay to have on tv right i think this one would be okay yeah because like even with the um even with like the people the jive type music on the steamboat with the the i mean guess the blackface kind of stereotypical i mean they weren't even they were barely even blackface really i feel like the well, connection with uncle tom like that character made it more blackface yeah that's what made it more blackface than yeah than uh than the characters on the ship but i can see the characters on the ship being problematic yeah but But then again like you also get in princess and the frog there was that entire sequence where they were on that boat i don't know what kind of ship that's called a tugboat is it a A tugboat it's it's the it's the boat that's at disneyland the mark twain boat thing it's that thing i don't know what that's called but it's that type of boat 
And it's, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> the, the couple articles just call it a steamboat. Okay, so I'm just going to go with that. <laughs> like the whole, the ship, I don't, there's probably a different name for it, but they're calling it a steamboat. It's obviously, you know, a parody of Steamboat Willie, so I'm just going to call it a steamboat for now. I'm going to call it the Disneyland Mark Twain boat. <laughs> but yeah, like if, they're all like playing music and dancing and having a good time. And mm-hmm. I think both. I think people who weren't just black rode those and danced and had like had a good time. Uh, you know, listening to colonial dandy music on those like things. Even on the what is it over the garden wall? That's an even more recent thing. Oh yeah, happened. like happened. same yeah, same thing. Yeah, same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like I think that's what hurt hitting the trail for Hallelujah Land is that the fact that Grandpa's name is Uncle Tom. Yeah, and. Like, if you were to get rid of that, I think it would be all right. And Wait, get rid of it as in like, oh, get rid of that get rid of, part get, of the... Okay, get rid yeah. of calling him Uncle Tom. Right. Like, if because his name that's wasn't just Uncle not, Tom... Because it's like, not it necessary. Like Uncle Bob or whatever. Like, it was dubbed over. It was like, all right, this is a this is fine. This does not need to be censored. Like, if, like, they, like th- that cartoon would have probably... They probably... that pro- I can't talk. That cartoon probably would still be on air right now or like showing on like a black and white Warner special, like, mm-hmm. I don't know, like the wacky whatever, like, you know how they did the Tex Avery Hour back in the day? Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like that would still be on TV if they had never named that character Uncle Tom. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, like, have you, I don't know exactly if this is true or not. I think it might be, but you know how people talk about how uh, the whole point of making characters like mickey like have white faces and like black and whatnot they're like they're supposed to be kind of emulating minstrels in a way yeah like i've i feel like i've heard that i can i i would have to do a little bit more research about it but i've definitely heard that um because i've seen evidence to read articles about that yeah because i've seen evidence to support that 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 is true Mm -hmm. that that particular way of making a character did in fact come from the minstrel Mm -hmm. then i've seen stuff saying that it it hasn't yeah i feel i feel like i've also yeah i mean you know there's always gonna be like people defending but like i've seen things where it's kind of like no this is actually how it is it's because it's uh black and white it was easier for to see the characters behind the like the gray toned background so just make them fully black and then like their face is white so you can see their expressions but also like see their motion in their body Mm -hmm. which is why you see their their hands usually have gloves so you can like see their hand expressions and you can see their facial expressions and get Mm -hmm. that um but then like you hear also the support of alec the minstrel character there's someone who's like kind of rubber hosing and dancing i was having a good time and they're upon a show and then like with them being kind of drawn completely black but having like the white part like that is to sort of emulate it mm-hmm. a little bit right so yeah i i don't know like i i i too would have to look more into it um i don't want to say that it's not from minstrels because i can easily see like yeah like the, i can easily roots, see like, like yeah oh, okay, that's where that. that's from right but i don't, but I don't know a hundred percent right so yeah so yeah that was if you have more information about that tweet at yeah because we really <laughs> would like to know did yeah. that uh originate from like mm-hmm. uh the character of the minstrel so but that yeah that was hitting the trail of hallelujah land it wasn't terrible but it was a whole lot of nothing happening yeah. <laughs> just a lot of gags just a lot of gags which is like i feel like that's what 
And a lot of uh, Merry Melodies things. You know, past cartoons were like a lot of gags, which is probably what this list will have a lot of, probably. Or at least... Or I guess what we watched, there were a lot of gag. It was gag-ridden in most mm-hmm. of them. Maybe like two or three had plots. <laughs> but yeah, this was definitely like... It had the the stems of a plot. The hallelujah. Very hard to say. Hallelujah, land. Hallelujah, land. You guys know what I'm talking about. Anyway, yeah. it had a it had a, a stemming of possible plot, but then it ends very abruptly. Yeah. <laughs> so it's kind of like and like the like the boat conductor oh, yeah. ends up grabbing the piggy yeah, girl that, for some we, reason. Okay, let's, <laughs> we're not doing that. Okay, because like what happens is Uncle Tom he's in the graveyard. The these skeleton bros they're harassing him because they're gonna take his soul. He's like, no, don't. And um, I don't know, I don't even know how this happens, but suddenly he's like in the water. He goes from being in the graveyard into almost drowning. Right? He does. Yeah, I don't even remember. Yeah, that. he's stuck in the water because that's how. Like maybe he's like running from them and then trying to chase after a boat or something. I don't know. Uh, because. Uh, the pig, guy pig, Mickey Mouse, obviously, character, and um, oh, right. the there Minnie was Mouse a, there, character There was a sees, Mickey or piggy yeah, guy. They, <laughs> they see him in the water, and Fluffy, or whatever her name is, is like, oh, someone help him. And Mickey Mouse pig is like, I'll do it, and jumps in the water and saves him. That's when the boat conductor <laughs> comes out of nowhere, was not introduced at all until this moment. <laughs> Was is like oh she's finally alone let me grab her and it was so confusing because it's like who is this dude yeah like what's happening like what is he because he mumbles something which was like very inaudible in the version that we watched yeah and suddenly just grabs her lifts her up in the air basically and she's like oh no and you know it's obvious that pig guy yeah saves her yeah pig guy saves Uncle Tom then realizes that she needs to be saved he is off the boat at this point, pig guy. So he's like running. He sees like a weird crane thing. He uses the crane thing to grab her and the the, the, the boat conductor guy. And some, I guess he, he lowers the crane to another part of the construction site that has a buzzsaw and buzzsaws the boat conductor's butt, butt which was very hard to watch. I was like, ah! like even knowing it was a cartoon, I was like, oh no, don't do that. It's so rude. Rude. <laughs> Rude! Oh, how dare you put a put a saw in my butt? <laughs> e- either way, uh, yeah. And then after, yeah, after that, you know, he he's it just done ends. for, and then it just ends, and it's like, what? What? <laughs> Were they? Did they get? Was that Hallelujah Land? Like, what I don't know. Like, like I, it feels like that maybe there was a cautionary tale that we missed. Maybe also there was like gambling involved because they like to throw that in there that black people like to gamble so maybe that's what they were talking to uncle tom about but again like the audio was a little unclear to hear oh was this like the skeletons you mean like well, yeah that's what i mean well, oh. well i don't know like it because i thought that the whole the point with the skeletons it seemed like it was supposed to be some sort of cautionary tale type thing yeah because they're they, like yeah you're our man and we're going to get you whatever. yeah but they don't say why they're trying to get him they're just like we want your soul uncle tom and it was kind of like, what? <laughs> like, why Why do you want his soul? What's going on? Is it just because your skeletons? How do you know his name? What's going on? This seems planned. 
Um, but well, in terms of the book, Uncle Tom's Cabin, do you think that maybe maybe it is in reference, reference to to Uncle Tom the? Well, well, I mean, yeah, but I mean, like, is there something in Uncle Tom's Cabin that Uncle Tom does that they're probably trying to get him for? Oh, um, well, isn't. Because I can't remember the plot of the entire book, of course. But like, wasn't Uncle Tom, like, uh, he was a slave, But right? he was, like, a happy slave. But he was the, um, like, what? He was, like, a house slave, right? Or is, is that incorrect? It's been a minute. Yeah, it's been a minute since I actually heard Uncle Tom. But I know, I feel like he, like, my from my memory, it's like he ratted out some slaves that were trying to escape and then got them, like, beaten more or something maybe and this is i'm just going off my memory so i'm so sorry if i don't remember the plot of uncle tom's cabin this is but the I just remember this that is the we're wrong the, about the plot yeah. of uncle tom's cabin podcast i just podcast. feel like i remember he was not the uh uh i i won't say antagonist well, but he wasn't a great character and well, he well that's why the, the 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 slur within the community like you're an uncle tom like that's why that happens right so Maybe there was something there, but again, like the audio was a little not great. Yeah. And we couldn't fully hear what Uncle Tom was saying to the skeletons and what the skeletons were saying to him. Mm. So, yeah, again, like maybe there was some sort of line there mm. about a certain cautionary tale that we missed that also could have played into the reason why this was considered to be part of the censored 11 and like a stereotypical badness. Okay. Well,. We were on that for a bit, so yeah. <laughs> wow. We have a, for for one that did not catch us. We have a lot to say. Well, I think it was just to say like why it wasn't terrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so the second one we watched was Jungle Jitters. That one was something. <laughs> that was something. That was a lot. Yeah. So basically, in Jungle Jitters. We, we... And when was that one? Jungle Jitters was... 1938? Yeah, 38. Mm -hmm. And that was a Merry Melody as well. Mm -hmm. Directed by Frizz Freeling. Yeah. And, um... There was a lot going on in that one. Yeah, basically the whole plot, like, just to shoot it out in less than a minute, is African jungle with, um, uh, African tribe... Um, and suddenly there is a, is he a, a sell, a salesman? Is he selling a toaster or a vacuum cleaner? I can't remember. He's selling a toaster. Okay. So this is sales. Like a self toasting toaster or something. That's so weird. <laughs> okay. 1930s. So there's a salesman trying to sell a toaster. And he's like a dog. And he's a dog character. I feel like he's supposed to be, uh, some type of, uh, parody of an actor of that time. I don't know who it is. Should probably research it. Whatever. He, he's trying to sell a toaster to this African tribe while selling, trying to sell this toaster to the African tribe, they uh, decide, oh, he looks delicious. We want to eat him. And before the African tribe can eat him, uh, the queen of the African tribe sees him and decides she wants to marry him because he's beautiful. Uh, when he realizes that the queen is not trying to buy a toaster and actually wants to marry him, he decides that he would rather be eaten than be married to the queen. That's basically what happens straight up. So yeah. let's talk about. <laughs> um. So this is just straight up b- those big juicy lips and yeah. <laughs> looking like monkeys. Yeah, a lot of um. Like they don't look like people. Yeah, they don't look like people they at look, all. 
They have a lot. So it's very dehumanizing. Very dehumanizing. African tribes. All right. They're... But again, there are funny gags yeah, in it. There's so and it's many, upsetting. There's so many great funny... Because like, there's feel like, funny visual gags in it. And it's like, oh, I'm, I'm laughing, but I'm also like, ugh. Yeah, like there's this part yeah, when the salesman comes up to the African tribe's, like, I guess, gate or whatever. He's knocking on the door. And he's like, oh, I'd like to sell... I really want to know what they who what actor they're parodying, but he's kind of funny. But he's like, I want to sell. I want you to look at this product. I hope you like. <laughs> and he's knocking on the door, and then like he sees another door open with the like one of the African tribe members going like, oh, like I forget what they even say, but like he's running back and forth between a bunch of doors as they open. And like close. it sounds like it's Mel Blanc just making funny voices going mm-hmm. like, yep, 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 yep. And, every and it's a pretty funny gag, but it's also just like, oh boy, this is really... Like, it's hard to look at. Yeah. Like, I, funny gags, but also, like, hard to look at. I almost feel like... Like, I feel like watching this, would it be... Like, I feel like it wouldn't be that much different if they took away the big juicy lips, like, gave them, I don't know, just regular mouths. Would you feel like there... I mean, is there more to it that is making it real offensive, other well, than that super dark... I think like Mr. just Mr. Popo looking. Oh yeah, there was a Mr. Popo there looking a Mr. dude there. Mr. Popo looking dude. But also there are there, dark and like, people. And, and there are dark people. There are, there are, dark people, there are people, so people that dark. Like, yeah. But at the same time, it's also like, but but it's the way they're drawn. Yeah. That it's that's offensive. Right. Um, and like another like fun gag to watch was the um they were like like they were. Like at first it's like oh yeah they're dancing around but then like they go end up on like a merry-go-round oh yeah that's and right. that they're dancing it. around a hut and suddenly they they use their poles to attach to the hut and the hut becomes a merry-go-round and that got kind of like a chuckle out of me but then I was also like uh, uh like, like see that's the, that's the really unfortunate thing is that like again there's like like oh that's a nice that's a that's a funny gag but also it's like you're doing it at the expense of a certain group of people and mm-hmm. that's not okay yeah yeah you know so that's like and like guess. i don't know what you could do to f- make this better right because like it'd still be and also this this dog man is like white yeah okay so that's what i was gonna go into is like the white characters which are the dog man and the queen and the queen of the african tribe is this white bird-like human character who again might be a parody of something I we're feel not like sure she's definitely she has to she be has parody. to be a parody and so does the guy like, yeah they the, have to be the, the dog and, the, and the, the the queen i feel like have to be parodies of something i feel like it feels almost as if I've seen that dog character in other Looney Tunes. I'm just uh, gonna Looney look this Tunes. up real quick. Because, Shorts. Okay, so a traveling dog-like salesman named Manny, a parody of Al Pierce's character Elmer Blurt. I don't know. I, don't know. <laughs> I would love to research that a little bit more, but there it is, guys. That's who he's uh, a parody of. Um, and yeah, the Queen. Who? Okay, this. So the Queen is depicted as a chicken-like white woman. Um, wait, let's see. Possibly to avoid any problems with the Hayes Code over the issue of miscegenation? What is that? The mixing of different racial groups through marriage. Oh my goodness. Okay, so. Wait, back in 19. Wait, oh yeah, it's 1930. It is 1930. So. 
So the Hayes Code... There'd be a thing. ...was wait, a motion picture code saying that there couldn't be mixed, like, uh, relationships, there, basically. What? Are, whoa! No, what? There was an official code saying that you couldn't have mixed relationships in movies? Like, maybe that's not the insight, because I'm just reading through this really fast. Coming to you live right yeah, here, guys. Because neither of us knew this, and yeah. that's Buck okay, Wild, but also not surprising. Because it's 1938. The, code, the film. Uh, not right now. It's not 1938 right now. Or is it? You don't know. Maybe it could be 1938 right now. No, it's not. We're talking about reference to the cartoon. Because it's. Like, I don't know exactly what the, because I'm like reading it. I don't want to like read it out <laughs> loud to the podcast. This was, we're kind of like timing this, but, um, so I'm just going to reread it. Depicted as a chicken-like white woman, possibly to avoid any problems with the Hayes Code over the issue of miscegenation. I do not know how to pronounce that word, but miscegenation, yep, miscegenation is the mixes of different racial groups. Jeez Louise. So I don't know what the Hayes Code had to do with miscegenation, but that's why the the leader of the um, the African tribe is white, so that she would be interested in a white dog man. Oh, that that just makes this even worse. That that because I I was thinking that too. Like as soon as I saw she was a white woman, I was like, I feel like this is because they don't want to have a black woman. Fall for a white guy. This just and makes just it reading even it worse. Makes it like, dang it! I was hoping that wasn't it, but it is. No, like that actually makes my stomach like feel gross. Like, ugh, yeah, ugh, ugh. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So that jungle jitters. I I don't think there's any way to make this better, and I can see exactly why this is on the censored eleven list. Yeah. Because there's just a lot of bad visual depiction of African people. Mm-hmm. A lot of... And there's a really random and weird, like, Asian stereotype joke. Yeah. Oh, there. yeah. They throw in a, a really, really random, out of nowhere, like, Asian stereotype. Like, um, I, I guess, like, the like, queen like a, is like, like what's weird, happening outside? And one like, of the guards just it's like, like, goes a weird, to like, What's the dude's name? Is it Mickey Rooney? Is Mickey that, Rooney. Is that the like, person does, that does, like, the... That did like that really bad Asian stereotype know. a long time ago. I'm not sure, uh, but it was very yeah. It was out of nowhere. It was it threw us both off. Like, wait, what? <laughs> Why? Is yeah, she here? like the queen was like, like, what do you, what do you got here? And he's like, oh, oh, I was like, oh, I don't even, I, you know, no, I, don't, I don't even want no, to do it. I don't even want to do it. I was trying to avoid doing it. I don't even want to do it. So don't no, do it. I'm not even gonna do it. It was really bad. <laughs> it was really bad. Uh. You you can look up Jungle yeah, look, Jitters. Yeah, watch, watch Jungle and Jitters yourself. You'll see it. I don't about. even want to do it. Okay, so Jungle Jitters is bad. Jungle Jitters. Bad. <laughs> okay, if you were to rate, let's put a rating. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. The I guess the, not racism, but like the the understanding why it's on the eleven censored list. Like, what would you rate it? At I would five? say Jungle Jitters is at a ten out of five. <laughs> Dang, like I this is definitely lost on this list. Um, and what was the first one called again? Hallelujah, the, hitting the trail for the Hallelujah, Hallelujah Land. Hallelujah Land. Hallelujah. I'd put that on like a three or f- wait no wait what's that out a five? Five. Oh, out of five <laughs> okay i guess a two yeah i, can see, I, I agree i that's would say two. two out of five but no jungle, jungle jitters, jitters is that that's a 10, 10 that's a 10 out of five <laughs> jesus christ okay so 
After Jungle Jitters, we watched... What did we watch? All This and Rabbit Stew. Okay, All This and Rabbit Stew. And All This and Rabbit Stew... It seems as if this... Is this on the list? Oh, yeah, yeah. it's right there. Okay, it so, counts as a Merry Melody according to this mm-hmm. list, but it doesn't seem like it should be a Merry Melody because there's not like musical, you know? Right. Or all or all Merry Mel- Melodies. There are well, the- I guess not all Merry Melodies had like a huge musical thing in it. Like I think there were, there were definitely some that were just like more narrative and gags and whatever. Mm-hmm. It's just uh, what it started out as was Merry Melodies. And Looney Tunes, like, Looney Tunes don't all have tunes in them. Uh, what were you clicking? Oh, oh nothing. Sorry. Uh, anyway, so all this and Rabbit Stew uh, is Mary Melody from 1941, uh, directed by Tex Avery, apparently uncredited. Tex Ooh. Avery! <laughs> yeah, I'll let your boy. It's your, it's your boy, Tex Avery. Um, um, and uh, what happens... Well, all this in rabbit soup. Can you put it in a minute, less than two minutes? Well, so Black Elmer Fudd with big juicy lips is gonna catch him a rabbit. Mm-hmm. He fin- he finna catch him a rabbit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's just a bunch of gags with him and Bugs, really. Yeah. And then he ends up the final gag that kind of pushes everything over the edge, literally. Mm-hmm. Um, Bugs ends up or. The, the Black Hunter, who I don't believe has a name. Yeah, I don't think he has a name. I don't think he has a name. He falls off this giant cliff and Bugs is like, yeah, I think I'm good. I'm all set. Yada, yada. He starts to walk away. And then Hunter comes back. He's got the gun pointed at him. And he's like all, you know, wrapped up in bandages because he's just like fed up and he's tired. And then Bugs is like, oh, no, hold on a second. Hold on. He's like, hold on there, man. Hold on. And then he pulls out of his pocket a pair of damn dice and then they start playing dice together i feel like that was like the that was definitely the turn like for me i feel like my stomach started to turn as soon as i saw like at this moment in the short bugs bunny like just he's like wait hold on a second and like holds out his hand and starts like shaking it and you mm-hmm. hear like the the sh- the shaking of the dice and as soon as that happened i was like no 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 this is not what this can't be happening and he's like do you have you have what i think you have he's like, like that wouldn't be a paradigm and i'm like no they had to do it they, they had to do it yeah and yeah so they play dice and then bugs basically ends up uh, gambling with him and winning all of his clothes, and then it ends with the Black Hunter going, "Well, call me Adam," and then it's over. And then Iris out. Yeah, and that's okay, all. It is. So it's, it's it's just it's, it's just an Elmer Fudd tune with the black character. That's yeah, like literally. I feel like yeah. this is one of those that's like if it wasn't this uh, this characterization, like the way he's designed as this like very very heavily. I guess it's mostly the juicy lips <laughs> and and the way he talks. It's, it's the like juicy very... lips and the way he talks and the right. dice and the dice that are like the most probable. And it's like, don't forget the black sucker joke. Oh, okay, the black sucker joke. Okay, three times. No, like, it was four. Was it four times? It was four because they did it. No, it, yeah, it was three. It was three. okay because uh, you know. Uh, Looney Tunes has this like hilarious sucker gag, whatever. Whenever um, Bugs or whatever cartoon character like um, just tricks the uh, antagonist character in the short, 
sometimes they morph into a or fade into a lollipop that has the word sucker on it usually it's like a red lollipop but in this short it's this black lollipop that says sucker on it and it's like okay so every character usually is just a red lollipop but then as soon as it's a black character it's a black sucker that was uh, <laughs> yeah. that wasn't fun <laughs> nope but um yeah so it's yeah how could this one be fixed i i feel like okay first of all take away the juicy lips maybe like maybe because i also had a problem with like the huge clown feet but like you could probably just like keep that i don't know like that's not the most problematic but it's also like it's like making it's like making fun of like you know up in harlem like dudes wearing you know the big shoes and stuff i feel like it's more of uh, making him look like a clown. Mm, yeah. And yeah, yeah. this black funny clown character is going to entertain us. Like, I think that... Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Is, and I mean, I say it as if it's um, it's with malicious intent. And maybe it was, maybe it wasn't. But I feel like it, it probably most likely, for the most part, is not with malicious intent. Well, we can get to that at the okay, end. We can, okay, we can get that with, to the end. Uh, but, uh... I feel like if we're gonna like try to make this uncensored, <laughs> juicy lips gone. Those clown shoes gone. Please, his the way he acts like, like slow mm-hmm, rabbit. The slow southern is that black is that Mel Blanc doing his voice or is that somebody else? It could be someone else. Because there's a list. Because there's a name here that's uncredited, but I don't know. That oh, could, it could be okay. That could be the person, but it oh. also could be. I don't know. It, obviously, it Mel Blank like, is Bugs Bunny. It sounds like Mel Blank making a voice. Right. That's what it sounds like. I'm yeah. not sure, though. Yeah, but like Mel Blanc. Um, is it Blanc or Blank? Mel Blank, Mel Blanc, Mel Potato, Mel Potato. Bugs, man. Yeah. I mean, he was, you know, he had some deal where he was just, he was, oh, he was supposed to be the only voice actor credited yeah. on all these cartoons. Um, but I feel like he's probably wasn't the black cat. He was probably just bugs. Right, right. Um, but yeah, it's just unfortunate because again, there are some funny there gags. There were some really hilarious gags in this. Because it because it is just an Elmer Fudd cartoon, just, but with but with not Elmer Fudd. Oh yeah, with take a, away the with, black sucker gag and the dice. And I feel like please like, get rid of the dice. Like that was that was the part where I was just like, <laughs> and that was the ending part for <laughs> that was just the end. So yeah, I feel like on a scale <laughs> of one to five of belonging on the list. Like a four. Like, yeah, this is definitely a four. Because I feel like if they took away the dice and the characterization and just the black sucker gag, all the other gags are pretty funny. Yeah. And like, when you say take away the, the juicy lips, like, at least in, from what I'm what I'm hearing is that that means like, uh, like black people, we, we have bigger lips. Like, that's just how it is. Yeah. But you ain't gotta make them like big, uh, enormous, crazy, racist caricature look. Yeah, because like I look at this character and I'm like, I can imagine like just... people in Static Shock have juicy lips and yeah, it's and it's like, not I'm, and it doesn't I make me cringe. Like, kind of like erasing them, making them a little, or just resizing them, or maybe just like making them like uh, not that pink yeah. color, making them like just a lighter brown or something like, look, 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 our lips right now like they're not yeah, like that they don't look like you that. Look, look, look at a black person right now 
and and be like, hmm, they don't look like that. Mm-hmm. Like, did they look at any black people? Mm-hmm. No. I mean, they probably did, but then they were like, how can I make this funnier? Yeah. And then it's like, you're making fun of the person. Like, don't don't do that. Yeah. But again, um, it's 2018. We know better. Yeah. Right. Hopefully. Mm-hmm. For the most part. Um. <laughs> so. After that, so that, we watched so many. So that's, this is where we're starting to get real tired and yeah, <laughs> upset. Yeah. <laughs> but we're like, no, we, we, were, we have to push. <laughs> we, we, like, we need at least two more. The ones that a lot of people... I guess there's a lot of controversy over Bob Clampett's more than anything, apparently. Mm-hmm. Because everybody knows and loves Bob Clampett is like this prolific animator from Warner who's made some of the greatest stuff like that Warner's like ever put out. Um, I mean, along with like Tex Avery and them, but I know that Bob Clamp is just like one of the big ones. Mm-hmm. And Cole Black and the Seven Dwarves and the one after that, the Tin Tin Pan Alley Cats, mm-hmm. like a lot of people defend those mm-hmm. because the voice cast, even though Mel Blanc is supposed to be credited as like the only person, like he's in them, the voice <laughs> cast for these guys, for these two, like they have black people voicing them. Right. And that's where you start to get people defending it, saying, like, well, it's not racist because these are Bob Clampett's friends. Mm-hmm. Well, um, like, he knew people in, like, jazz clubs and wanted to just make a funny cartoon with them in it. Um, and there's, like, a specific quote that we wanted to read oh, yeah. for you guys. Um... Bob Clampett himself explained the evolution of Cole Black during his public appearance in the 70s and 80s and during taped interviews. In 1942, during the height of anti-Japanese sentiment during World War II, because there's some of that in this cartoon, I was approached in Hollywood by the cast of an all-black musical off-Broadway production called Jump for Joy while they were doing some special performances in Los Angeles. They asked me why there weren't any Warner's cartoons with black characters, and I didn't have any good answer for that question. So we sat down together and came up with a parody of Disney's Snow White, and Cole Black was the result. They did all the voices for that cartoon, even though Mel Blanc's contract with Warner's gave him sole voice credit for all Warner's cartoons by then. There was nothing racist or disrespectful toward blacks intended in that film at all, nor in Tin Pan Alley Cats, which is just a parody of jazz piano great Fats Waller, who was always hamming into the camera during his musical films. Everybody, including Blacks, had a good time when these cartoons first came out. All the controversy about these two cartoons has developed in later years merely because of changing attitudes towards Black civil rights that have happened since then. And I don't know. um, Watching these, I can kind of see why Mr. Clampett would think he didn't do anything wrong. Because it did very much feel like, well, more so the, I don't know, maybe both of them. It kind of felt like he was just making cartoons with people he knew. Yeah, I, I feel like it was definitely with Tin Pan Alley Cat. It yeah, more definitely so, more so like, Tin Pan Alley Cat. Like it was kind of just like, oh, yeah, I just know these because there's not really a plot at all. And it was just a lot of uh, the main character cat. Like, definitely a parody of something, of, uh, what was it, Fats Weller? Yeah. Fats Waller. Um, definitely a parody of him just, like, just acting to the camera. 
it was just a lot of character acting. In yeah, it. like Tin Pan Alley Cats. I mean, we're supposed to be talking about Cole Black right now. But yeah, Tin Pan Alley Cats is a whole lot of nothing. But we'll get back. We'll we'll get back to that. Yeah. Um. But in the case of Cole Black, like, I I can't fully excuse like his thought process so that he didn't do anything wrong. Mm-hmm. But this is kind of going to the argument that I kind of want. Well, not argument, but like topic that I wanted to bring up. A little bit later, and it is later now, where um, a lot of these cartoons, or at least from the ones that the five that we watched and mm. the other couple that I've seen myself, it doesn't seem like the animators and the studios behind this were trying to be like, we hate black people and we're going to get them yeah, real good is, yeah. with these cartoons. Like I was bringing up earlier, it's like, yeah, this like is you not said. malicious intent behind a lot of these like characterizations. It's just things that, um, how they were like, oh, this is kind of funny. So let's just like amp it up. Yeah. And that becomes a problem when you are stereotyping, making uh, caricatures that are hurtful stereotypes to the group of people um, that you're trying to make a funny joke about. Yeah. And that doesn't excuse it, even though, like, there's a level of ignorance there that... I can't... Yeah, just because I, you I, don't... I feel like just because you don't know that you're, you're hurting people's feelings doesn't mean that it's, like, that's not really yeah. excusable. Yeah, right? like, like but, I can I can say something about, like, I don't know. Like, if I'm... Say like, oh man, Waymond, I don't like your hair, or, or no, maybe, maybe that's a bad example. Wait, hold on, what's wrong with my or, hair? Or, or okay, how about this? Like, your hair would look better if you did it this way. Hmm. Like, I'm not trying to make you feel bad, but that probably made you feel bad about about your hair, and that's a really like flimsy example. But that's I'm all trying, I could I'm think of right, right now. now. I'm crying. <laughs> like, yeah, also, like just I, because you don't, yeah, you're not fully aware mm-hmm. of the fact that you're doing something hurtful doesn't mean that what you're doing isn't hurtful. Yeah. I also kind of connect that to like, um, gosh, it, it brings me to like the work of Ralph, Ralph Bakshi, who like, I oh love boy. his, yeah, I love his work. I love a lot of his work, but like, um, a lot of his characters, uh, of color are just like very, very, very stereotypically designed and mm-hmm. characterized and it, it gives us this like, i've only ever seen one black character that he's done and that was a black bird who might have been a crow oh was this in fritz the cat yeah because in that college sequence and i'm like is is that black character a crow because it oh, okay yes because all the all the black all the air quote black characters in that movie are crows and Joy I think there's, a, there's an entire the gunfight that happens um, in that film. But, I mean, yeah, oh even God. with... Because he, like, where the point that I'm trying to make with Ralph Bakshi and mm-hmm. to connect it with this is that he uses the reason reasoning of, I grew up in this type of neighborhood in, in Brooklyn um, where I saw a lot of these people, so I want to put these people in my film. And it's kind of like this um, reasoning of a white person saying, like, oh, hey, I have these friends. I just wanted to put them in my film. And, oh, I just wanted to make it funny or make I'm it... I'm not racist. Like, Shaquan yeah, exactly. is my friend. Yeah, exactly. I'm friends, I'm friends exactly. with Tanika. It's like that that thing like, oh, man, like, nah, I'm cool with colored folk. I have a colored friend. And it's like, 
just that's not a good excuse <laughs> is basically what i'm saying it's like it's just like yeah sure they probably were like yeah cool this is awesome because you're I'm, we're friends with you but it still doesn't stop it from being offensive yeah exactly and that's why like people saying that bob clamp that bob clamp did nothing wrong it's like yes but no exactly like he he did but he was not trying to be mean but that doesn't mean that he didn't, didn't do, do a wrong. bad thing yeah 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 so let's talk about so <laughs> we kind of went off topic but still on topic ironically so but Cold Black and Deceived Dwarves. So that was in. When was that directed? That was directed mm. in 1940. Oh, both uh, Cold Black and Ten Pan Alley Cats were in 1943. Mm-hmm. And Cold Black and Deceived Dwarves, as you can guess, is a parody of Snow White and Seven Dwarves. I mean, mentioned earlier, but yes, mm. parody of Snow White and Seven and Seven Dwarves. Right. And the twist on this is that, like, it's. It's like wartime. Mm-hmm. It's like World War II time right now. Yeah. And the mean old queen, I don't know where they technically are, but the mean old queen is this big monkey looking black lady, mm-hmm. like gorilla looking Very lady. Gorilla. Like, I and like, I think it's Mel Blank again. I'm pretty sure. I think that's, that's Mel Blank, Blank voicing her. And she's, <sighs> I think she's, what is she? She's like eating seed? No. Or is that tobacco? I think she's got like a tobacco. Yeah, she's got like a bunch of like wheels and tobacco and like war oh, yeah. ration type things. Okay, wait, 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 wait. Because, okay, first of all, <laughs> I forgot. And she we, was drinking cotton we, gin? We, we forgot the, the framework of this entire thing. It's oh. like this grandma telling a story. Right, the framework. The framework is a is a grandma telling a little girl a story. Who I think the little girl again is voiced by Mel Blanc. It's definitely voiced by Mel Blanc because her voice was like, so- I, "Mammy, I want to hear about the seven dwarves." And it's like, "Oh wow, this is definitely a guy trying to do a little black girl's voice." Uh, and she's like, "Oh well, it starts out with this really rich queen." Who has everything? Yeah, she and had, everything meant tires. It was t- it, wheel tires. It was like, it was like wheel wheel tires and just like food rations and mm-hmm. gold and all this kind of stuff. And she was saying like mirror mirror on the wall, like who's the fairest of the wall? But then like it turned out it was um, coal black. Mm-hmm. Or no, her name is so white, but her hair is coal black. Her name is so white. I don't. I don't know why. Like it's weird. weird. It's weird because like the actual title is called Cold Black and Seven and the Seven Dwarves, but her name is Cold Black. Or her name name is is, so white. I just like her name is so white. God, sorry. Like the way you set that up is like it sounds like you're saying that her name is so white, as in like oh that's such a white name. (laughs) Maybe that's what the joke is. Maybe that is what the joke. My name's my hair is cold black, but my name's so white. And I got the blues yeah. in the night. <laughs> that's that's the line. That's the line. Mm-hmm. And um, I believe Soul White is voiced by a black woman, if mm-hmm. I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. I think. I pretty sure. Would imagine. And her Prince Charming mm-hmm. comes to save her and take her away from like just washing clothes all day. But her Prince Charming is this wow. very. Why don't you describe him? Wow. Well, he has a zoot suit, he's, and yeah. he has huge clown shoes, and um, he's very tall, 
and Just all his like, teeth are gold except for his two front teeth, which are a pair of dice. Mm-hmm. And he, he's like the... Imagine, like, probably the one of the worst or, like, just a really bad caricature of somebody in Harlem. Yeah. And that's who Prince Chalman is. And he rides up on a limo and everything. Yeah. But then the, then the Wicked Queen calls, like, Murder, Inc. to come and kill <laughs> Snow White. Murder, Incorporated. To come and kill Snow White. <laughs> mm-hmm. Or Snow White, Jesus. So White. So and White. Hashtag, sorry. I mean, not hashtag, <laughs> A.K.A. Cole Black. Black Snow White. I don't know. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, and we get like a very bad Japanese joke here because it's World Ooh, War Two, Right. Okay. So yeah, the Murder Inc. truck has advertisements on it. And murder anybody is $1. To murder a midget. It's half off. Is half off. And... What I'm very, it? I'm very sorry. This is yeah. this is a slur. Um, Japs free. Yeah, it says Japs free, and that was like, wow. It's like, yeah, ooh, ooh. that's that's a oof. It's making yeah, sweat. Oof. Yeah, definitely. Pull pull that collar there. Collar, tug, tug in the collar. Like, oh boy, like kind of like looking away. Like, mm, nope, that's not fun. But then, like the murder ink people don't kill uh, so white because she smooches them all, yeah. and then she meets the seven dwarves who are all in the army for some reason. Yeah, because they okay, they murder ink takes her to the middle of the woods. Yeah, the woods, and that's where they leave her because she's kissed them all, and I guess yeah. They're like, oh, thanks for kissing us. And um, yeah, that's where she meets the seven dwarves. Mm-hmm. And they're all short guys, short black guys who are in the army. And like they've camped out in this neck of the woods for the army, I guess. And then the Wicked Queen comes up in, with like an apple cart dressed in a very poor disguise. In a candied apple in cart. In a, a candied apple cart. <laughs> I don't know why. It's a, <laughs> in a candied that. apple cart, and she gives the candy apple to So White. Mm-hmm. So White eats it. She dies. And then the, the military, World War Two seven dwarves, like, they're like, oh, no, she's dead. And then they blow a cannon at the evil queen. <laughs> Yeah. And then Evil Queen's dead, and then they're like, "Oh well, no!" Well, that was a good gag because they blew a can- you know it's like a classic gag, uh, uh, like Looney Tunes esque gag because it was like they blow a cannon at her, but right when the cannon goes up to uh, like hit her, it stops, and then the tip of it opens, and one of the seven dwarves are in it, and they just hit her on the head with a hammer, and it's like, "Ha, ah, that's pretty." That wasn't too yeah, that, bad. That, that was a good gag. Yeah, that, that was, was a good, good gag. That was a good gag. I don't feel offended by that one. <laughs> that 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 one. <laughs> um and then prince chaman comes up smooches her in the face and it doesn't work well he okay kisses this her. is a very intense <laughs> scene because he doesn't just you had a, you like, had a very visceral reaction yeah I was, I was like is he trying to give her cpr what's happening because uh he they're like okay like prince chaman has to kiss her to make her wake up He's like, I'm here. He kisses her, but he's just like smashing his face into her and like his entire body is stretching out and his clothes are like just wrinkling uh, in on itself. So it looks like he's like blowing into her. And I'm like, is, is he giving CPR? He's turning blue and everything. And um, he's like every like every time he kisses her, he kisses her about like four times, but it's like really long as if he's blowing into her, like inflating her kisses. And you hear like the horn going. Bruh! 
Yeah. Because go along with the music. He's turning blue and he's turning green. He turns yellow and suddenly he's just like a super old man. Um, has lost all his hair. I don't even think he had hair in the beginning, but he suddenly has like... Yeah, a little bit. Okay, he suddenly has this like um, bald head and then like... Because he, he's just old and winded from trying to kiss her so much. Yeah. But then like one of the... I guess the equivalent of Dopey kisses her. Mm-hmm. And then she wakes up. And then he's like, what you get that I don't? That makes so I think you so hot. And he's like, well, that is a military secret. Mm-hmm. And then and they kiss her the, again. He kisses her again. And, and her then on her, and then on her like two ponytails are American mm-hmm. flags. Yeah. And then it ends. And then it ends. And I'm like, is this supposed to be like a join the military type joke? Or I don't know. Um, Cole Black and the Seven Dwarfs. It's weird because. On paper, it's harmless. Like, like let's have a parody that's you know all black with um, a parody of Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. That's that's an all black cast, and they got really fun you know jazzy music, and it's just like a fun romp. Like on paper, that sounds harmless, but like visually, with you know the joke of the cotton gin drink that the queen is drinking mm-hmm. the fact that the queen looks like a big gorilla lady mm-hmm. or the prince charming with his with dice, his dice teeth. teeth and looking like the worst zoot suit harlem dude you'd ever seen mm-hmm. and just like you know i guess like the military stuff in there well I don't know. That yeah. that that that's also a product of it being like the, World the, the War Two time. time. That yeah. doesn't make it okay. That does not make it okay. That doesn't make it okay. But that's why that's in there. Right. And yeah, I keep in my brain kind of like, you know, with with that quote you said earlier, it kind of makes me imagine like uh like the people that are working on this cartoon and, and like just, you know, first coming with these characters going like, Oh, like this is so hilarious. This is just like uh, whatever the Prince Charming's supposed to be a parody of, like, oh, this is just like this. He would totally have a pair of dice as his front and yeah. his all super gold. Ah, oh, this is great. And like looking back on this, like, oh no, <laughs> what do they do? No, let's, let's censor it. Let's put it on Z eleven. Um, and again, like that kind of goes into because there's a clip from the uh, documentary of Problem with Apu where um, the comedian. Hari Yeah, he's talking. He's talking to Whoopi Goldberg about her uh, Negro Bilia collection that she has because um, she knows a lot about like minstrel stuff and just like black, uh, like racist caricatures of black people. Yeah, um, and like Americana like, and whatnot. Uh, yeah, Ameri- and like she said yeah. that, and I know that her opinions are a little controversial too on mm. certain things, mm. but I kind of agree with her on the fact that like, in terms of these cartoons that. As I mentioned before, like they weren't necessarily sitting up thinking that like we're go- totally just gonna get black people with this and get them real good and make them feel like crap, mm-hmm. you know. They were just very ignorant people and didn't know. But again, that does not make it okay. Right. As again, when you get the Warner Brothers Volume Four collection, which is where these censored eleven, it's either Volume Four, or Volume Three, where three. where these censored eleven are available for per, uh, for viewing. They're on that Warner Brothers like classic collection or whatever. Mm-hmm. Opie Gold- Goldberg does do a like uh, video for- forward or introduction about it, saying that like these are 
part of American history. And like, unfortunately, part of that history has some really like uncomfortable imagery that are hurt, that can be hurtful images to people that are of different ethnic groups and mm-hmm. to women and, and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But we shouldn't necessarily try to cover it up right. and pretend it never happened. But we need to be sensitive to the fact that it did and know that, hey, this is not okay, but we shouldn't try to for, like ignore or like, you know, yeah, d- put that not, under the wood. Let's not, uh, yeah, under the sweep rug. it under the rug. Don't sweep because it under the offensive. rug. Like, just acknowledge that it, it was there and know why, like, it was there and under- have an understanding of it and just be aware of it. And be aware of it and know, and know better not to yeah, do that exactly. moving forward. Exactly. I feel like that's just American history in general and civil rights in general. It's like, yes, this stuff happened. It's important to, like look back and understand you know have an understanding of what we're wrong i don't want to say it like that because it feels like it's like oh what what did we do wrong but it's but yeah it's like the the bad let's have a team meeting yeah exactly (laughs) like it just i feel like that sounds offensive the way i say it like that but like yeah it's just you know like looking at it and looking at our history and like trying to move forward to be better like in america and in the world in general i'd say yeah um so, yeah, so I kind of agree with her on that mm-hmm. aspect of it. Just, like, because uh, I know that these were, as we mentioned before earlier in the episode, that these 11 tunes were kind of just, were not available. Like, you could probably find them on very old, I think, VHS tapes mm-hmm. or just floating on the web in, like, very low quality. Mm-hmm. But now they are available, and I think it is all right that we do have them available so that way we can see, like, oh, that's... That's not okay. Mm-hmm. Let's not make things like that anymore. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, so. But Cole, uh, Cole so Black and the Seven Dwarves. Yeah, how would uh, you rate that on the, the censored list? Man, uh, I, I, I don't know because like, like. Should it be even more censored? Is it a 10 out of 5? Because uh, I feel like it's definitely like. It didn't hurt me as bad as, as, jungle, as jitters. jungle Jitters. I feel like. It made me like cringe mm-hmm. but it didn't like make me go Ooh. yeah well it made me go Ooh, in some places like right. that joke about the japanese people yeah, i didn't that like, was really i didn't wonderful. like that. i'm gonna give it a a four out of what did we give four to five before was it the yeah i, I would put it in the same lane as like, all a rabbit's all that this and rabbits do like yeah I would put it in that like this is this definitely like it makes belongs. you roll your eyes yeah. and like cringe. Yeah, a lot of it. A lot of it is like okay, except for that like the 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 World War Two Japanese like murder ink that was like that was like whoa. wow like whoa. I was like no and yeah I think that was like like just like in all this and rabbits too. That, that, There's one like joke if, that I'm like whoa. That's like if somebody currently were to like drop I don't know like. Are you sure you want to? Are you sure you want to do this? I, I'm not. I, I'm not even gonna say it. I'm not even gonna say it. Are you it. sure you want to make a joke right now? Just make up an offensive joke. Are you sure? Yeah, uh, I'm not even gonna. Okay, so the last one we watched, which I feel like this is very easy to just. It. I think it, it ties in with this. I have the same feelings I do about um, Tin Pan Alley Cats as I do about Cole Black. Yeah. How like. Bob Clamper thought he wasn't doing a bad thing. He right. was just making something with people that he knew. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I feel like this is just boring. Right. It's, Tim Pan Alley Cats was boring. 
It nothing was, happened. Okay, so yeah, straight up nothing happened, but I'm just gonna quickly go through what is visually going on. Yeah. Um, so I can't remember how exactly it starts, um, but whatever. Um, there's this... Oh, no, okay, no, okay, so everyone in this, or every character in this is basically a cat, and it starts... But they're brown and they have big, juicy they lips. They are brown, they have big, juicy lips, um, and it was, actually, at first, it was hard to notice that, Yeah. and I didn't really notice it until there was another cat character, and I was like, oh, this, the character that we're following is actually a big, black cat, like, big, brown cat guy with big, juicy lips, um, because his ears are very small, but, yeah. um... Yeah, so it starts out with this guy singing, walking down, I guess, a alley or street, and um, he's heading to a club, I believe. That's what it seemed. It seemed like. He, oh, he was heading to the Kit Kat Club. The Kit Kat Club, which, which was, was next, which was to, next to, to Uncle Tom's revival. Yeah. And um, I'm guessing. What was it called Uncle? It was Uncle Tom's something. Was it Uncle Tom's revival or something I else? I think it was Uncle Tom's revival. It was, it started with the R E. That's why my brain was like revival, but I can't remember what. It was exactly. Uncle Tom's something. Yeah, it was Uncle Tom's something. Um, and I think it was you know I mean you know it's definitely supposed to be like a uh, uh, like man related to Uncle Tom's cabin. Yeah. Um, maybe there's something in the. I feel like I probably should have like at least read a synopsis of the book <laughs> but I, but that's the name of the the place and i think what they're trying to do i know i'm not done with the synopsis but i think what they were trying to do with this cartoon or at least the moral of it supposed to be is that this um this hip cat is going to this club which is actually this church air quotes church um and yeah because the cats be... that were outside were singing spirit or singing a spiritual yes um so and there was a priest a priest and, there, yeah he's, a pastor. And the, the cat walks by the 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 outside choir yeah. and the pastor like tells the hip cat like hey you should, what do you what does he even say he's like basically trying to make him join the church but I don't yeah know what and then the cat's like what's what's up with him or what's wrong with him or something like yeah, that he's like what's what's the matter what's the matter with him? him and he goes into the club and in the club like everyone's like listening to jazz and everything um and uh he starts playing music with the main jazz guy who's this tall black big-lipped cat character mm -hmm. and okay this is where it's like i didn't understand how this happened but suddenly he was like the hip cat hip fat cat black character main he said character. take me out of this world you know like he was oh, like yeah take me out of this world with the music like okay okay so what happens is he's uh tr kind of transported to this weird insane um what's the artist salvador, salvador Dali, Dali like type this. world <laughs> And I mean, I was confused of how that happened. And I mean, okay, he was he was like, "Take me out of this world," and the music takes me out of this world to a weird, wacky world. And as we were watching it, I was I was just like, all this imagery of this wacky world looks so familiar. Like I've seen a lot of these gags. Like they have several wacky gags in this world that he's transported to, and um, and hip black cat characters kind of like freaking out, like, "Oh no, what's happening? Get me out of here!" And um, he kind of freaks out. I was like, is he going on a like weird drug trip? Like, what's happening? 
Um, but I, now I know it's, it was a gag of him going to another world with music. Mm-hmm. Uh, he comes back from that world suddenly. I don't know how either. And he's like, he's I like, have, get me out of here. Yeah, he's like, get me out of here. And he stops playing the music, or the tall cat stops playing music. Mm-hmm. He hip cat runs out of the club and goes to the church. And he starts singing with the choir. And the choir's like, what's the matter? And then it ends. And that, my dear friends, is a cautionary tale. Yeah. And I didn't, see, I didn't understand that until that very moment at the end where he goes to, back to the church and starts singing. They're like, what's the matter with him? It was like, oh, this is probably supposed to be like, you should be at church and not at the club type of deal. But it didn't play at all as that was like, when you're going through it, it kind of just looks like this cat's going to the club and he just happens to pass a church. And there's also like very strange imagery of Hitler and oh Stalin. Yeah. And uh, Mussolini? Was that who that was? No, it was Stalin. It, it was, was Stalin? Was, yeah. And St- Stalin and Japanese military. What's his name? What's oh, his name? I don't know what his name is. I'm... I only I just saw Tojo. Hitler and I was like, that's definitely Hitler. <laughs> Without a shirt, it has a really big butt. And it was very strange. Very and, strange. And that particular sequence is a redo of another Bob Clampett short. Right. So yeah. from it was called like Piggy's Wacky Land. Oh, Porky Pig's Wacky World or yeah, why Wacky it, Land. Wacky Land. Porky yeah, and Wacky Porky Land. Pig. From why, why does he Yeah. <laughs> Cause of Hallelujah Land, yeah, I did, yeah. Um, but yeah, Porky in Wacky Land, and that's why I was like, while while watching it, when the cat was transported to this land, I, every single gag that was happening in my head, I was like, I've seen all these gags before, but I've never seen this short. Like I, I was like, kind of freaking. I was like, what's happening? Like, did they yeah. show this on TV? And I like, and I hadn't had seen any of the gags, like, but there, was, but there was a gag with like a rubber band. Band and I was like, I've seen that gag before. Mm-hmm. What's happening right now? And then we find out that this is, that yeah. particular sequence is a redo of yeah. that old Bob Clampett thing, mm-hmm. but with added color and a black cat character dropped in mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Hitler and, and weird stuff. Yeah, that was happening. so intense and weird. Um, it was very weird. <laughs> um, so yeah, that was that that was that one and. Yeah. It was just a lot, whole lot of nothing happening, mm. but that whole lot of nothing was a cautionary tale. And the reason why is because like jazz back in the day and like Harlem as a whole, like all that like scene was viewed as just being like, you know, like the devil's playground yeah, and it's bad. And like, that's why we didn't explain earlier, but like the thing with Dice as well, like a lot of people did gambling and whatnot. And that was like a, a black thing, quote mm. unquote. And was bad. So uh, black people already being like ostracized for being black. Adding on to like, oh, playing dice, that's a black thing. That's bad. Jazz, that's a black thing. That's bad. That's like, that's devil's playground. You shouldn't do that. So you got a lot of these uh, cartoons about like characters who would get caught up in playing dice or wouldn't go to church. And then they end up going to hell. And then it's a cautionary tale about not doing those things. And that's what you get here in this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, the cat character was just so enraptured by jazz music and like the club and like women dancing that he, and mind you, everybody is our black caricatures mm. that like, he was so enraptured by it and scared by like the intense and craziness of it that he was like, I need to change my ways and go to church. Mm-hmm. Ugh. So that one, 
I'd say is a five out of five just because it like hits every note. Yeah. And there wasn't really anything redeemable about like, it for there me. There wasn't very anything redeemable. And it was, like you said, was just this like, like seeing, I don't know, uh, like this. Uh, and it was just visually hard to follow. Yeah, it's visually hard to follow. And they just had a lot of stereotypes with the character. And like, while watching, I'm like, I don't hate this character. <laughs> like this, this, uh, I guess, Fats Weller parody character i'm like this is a goofy character i love him but like i look at his face i'm like oh no like why like uh but i just didn't like it as a whole Mm. i mean i was annoyed by the the racist characters as well Mm. but i feel like as a whole mm -hmm. as like an animated short yeah i was like it was just not good "Eh, this is a thing this is happening Mm -hmm. and this is hitting every like black cautionary tale racist thing yeah, like it's, it's hitting like, all it the feels like points. yeah like i was gonna say like it's like somebody had um, a checklist yeah exactly and like especially with the end where it's kind of like just stay in line as a as a black person and going to church like that's how i felt about that ending. be one of them like, yeah, good say, black yeah be a church, good folks. black person and go to church and i mean i'm not saying anything bad about going to church um I'm just i like, saying, church. like yeah church is great church is amazing i love church um it's just if you don't go to church that's fine yeah if you don't go to church it's fine like yeah opinions whatever but like the way that it's like just because you're black doesn't mean you have to go to church and you're not a good black person or that jazz and well i mean if you have an addiction to gambling that's bad yeah but but like but black people and jazz and gambling the doesn't equal bad yeah exactly because i feel and like that's the, what these tunes are saying like i feel like the modern version of jazz and people being afraid of it is like hip-hop and people like i mean now not even hip-hop it's like more trap yeah oh now yeah nowadays it's definitely trap yeah, yeah chief keef that, that shit. Mm-hmm. I don't like yeah i don't even think chief keef is relevant anymore is he i don't know that was like that was like five years ago yeah, I feel like 10 years ago, or like even in the 90s or early 2000s. Do people still listen to Chief Keef? Let us know. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> Tweet at us. Um, but yeah, that modern version. And I would say, yeah, if you're going to replace jazz with like trap music and stuff and, you know, music like that, then yeah, like, sure, be into it. It's like the music that you're into um, and does make you a bad person. Hmm. So I would actually, I feel like I would give this a three out of five for me. Of belonging on the list because I feel like, like yeah, it was hard to look at, but there's a lot of cartoons out there that are hard to look at and aren't banned. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't mean hard to look at as offensive. I just mean hard to look at like in general because it's just a bad like nothing's happening in this cartoon. I just say it's five. <laughs> I would I would say five just because there isn't anything happening and it hits like a it, lot it of hits the, the checklist. It, it, it feels like it's hitting a checklist yeah. of things. Yeah, and I and and like I said, like it didn't make me go ooh. Mm-hmm. But it made me just bored. Yeah, you're just like, I don't want to watch this at all. And that was the last one that we watched. You're like, I'm done. I'm super drained. I can't. Yeah. <laughs> maybe we'll watch the other six. Yeah. Six. Yeah, maybe we'll watch the other six someday for like another episode. Mm-hmm. Maybe. I don't know. If you want us to, why don't you let us know by sending us an email at blackandanimated.gmail.com uh, at or tweeting at us uh, at black and animated on twitter <laughs> if you'd like yes 
Join us, won't you? <laughs> Join us, won't you? Dang it. I don't know why I said that. Um, yeah. Join us. <laughs> so I think, uh, did you have any, like, um, closing remarks? Because I feel like we said a lot during the... We um, did. The cold black portion of it, of, like, uh, why we were talking about it and, like, just the, the thought behind um like not hiding these like censored 11 like yeah they should exist and people like if they want to see them like seek them out and like watch them but you know just not hiding them like they they exist they happened yeah and i guess that really is my final thoughts in a way just that i think that watching the censored 11 is something that if you are someone who's in animation, you should do and know that, hey, this this existed and this was something that some of your animation legends that you admire did. Like, they made some not great stuff. Mm-hmm. And be aware of that and, like, maybe not put Bob Clampett on a pedestal for being, like, this god of animation mm-hmm. or, or um, of the other directors in general. Mm-hmm. Because, like, you know, they they made mistakes and this is just a part of animation history that unfortunately while it is gross we should know that it happened and not pretend that it wasn't there Mm. and grow from it and be like well (laughs) i know better than to do that you know Mm -hmm. yes it's like just being aware of the history of it yeah well said okay cool well what about you though yeah so for my final thoughts i would i agree like uh don't ignore uh this part of history uh just because it's offensive like it's important to like yeah this is what people kind of like just showed on in their cartoons or basically thought was funny um and just think okay maybe it wasn't exactly malicious intent but just because they weren't seeking to be malicious doesn't mean it's not offensive. Um, and that would definitely help like young artists while they're making their own stuff or even showrunners to be like... Just think uh, about what they Yeah, think, think about like... The characters the, that they're... Yeah. Like, yeah, just because you find... Like, if you're finding something funny, make sure... Uh, is not funny for the right reasons is not the word or the phrase. It's not at like, the expense of a group yeah, of people. Right. It's not at the expense of a group of people and um yeah because there there is a lot uh of that or some of that has happened in modern cartoons mm-hmm. um and i'm i say modern cartoons as in cartoons of the tens because i feel like cartoons of the the oddies are just i don't know just of the what oddies uh like the 2000s that's what that's called yeah oddies yeah the oddies i've never heard that term oh well <laughs> Um, I think that's what a lot of people are calling it. But the Oddies, um, they were kind of like 90s cartoons in the sense that they were kind of like doing it because they were like, it was, was kind of like an animation playground still. Um, like how every like Indian kid is named Sandra. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. Yeah, so... <laughs> So yeah, they're not. I'm just saying. <laughs> I see that all the time, and I'm like, you know, you could you could probably do something else. Yeah, like there are other Indian names if you like researched it a little bit, like uh, or maybe and had, that like, they're an all actual, and, like, and they're and they're all um what did they say in the in the problem with Apu? They said that um that like accent like uh but patenking 
Mm. They're all doing that voice. Mm. Yeah. I'm, I'm not going to do it. Yeah, no, don't. No. Thank you for not doing it. But this has been uh, another B&W episode of Black and Animated. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Thanks for tuning in later. Oh, wait, should we say website stuff? Or did we already do that? I can't remember. If you have a question um, and if you want to reach <laughs> us, I'll just do it now. You can email us using blackandanimated at gmail.com. Or hitting us up on Twitter at Black and Animated and on Instagram at Black and Animated as well. Fantastic. All right, cool. Peace, Peace out. out. Oh, <laughs> nice. Thanks for tuning in to the Black and Animated podcast, guys. To keep up with us, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Black and Animated. And be sure to listen for more episodes on blackandanimated.podbean.com and on iTunes. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are of the respective individual and do not reflect the views of our employees. Thanks, guys. Until next time, see you later. Bye.